Grace, mercy, and peace unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Our text for our consideration today is the Gospel reading from Matthew 28 uh, on this Holy Trinity Sunday as we discuss the doctrine of the Trinity. You may be seated. Do you know the God who you worship? Do you know his name? And can you distinguish him from someone who is disguised as him in wolf's clothing or in sheep's clothing? Many Christians throughout history have struggled to understand this doctrine that we recognize today that must be confessed for one to be saved. The doctrine is this, that God is three persons in one divine being. He is triune, three in one. And the Athanasian Creed teaches this doctrine best, of which we'll have the chance of speaking together today after the sermon. The longest of the three ecumenical creeds, and if you want to hear more about the history of the ecumenical creeds, uh, come to Bible study afterwards. But the Athanasian Creed says this in the beginning. We worship one God in Trinity, and Trinity in unity, neither confusing the persons nor dividing the substance. See, in the ancient church, and even today, this is a matter of great urgency. Being able to identify the God that we worship is critical so that we do not worship another God. And there are other gods out there that claim to be the one true God. As some low-hanging fruit, this is true of the God of the Mormons and the God of the Jehovah Witnesses. Mormons and Jehovah Witnesses are not Christians because they do not hold this doctrine of the Trinity. Right? The Mormons believe that Jesus is a creation of the Father, and even a second God, and the Holy Spirit is even a third God. In essence, they believe that there are three different gods. Likewise, the Jehovah Witnesses view Jesus as a lesser God than the Father, and the Holy Spirit as merely the voice of God. They separate out the Godhead and fall into error, worshiping another God that is not the God that we worship. The God we worship, the persons are co-equal and co-eternal. None is greater or lesser than the other. Because the Godhead is a package deal. One God and three persons. And perhaps that's where the confusion resides with us. The fact that God is three persons, we tend to think them as not unified. We tend to think of them as completely separate, separate out as separate people. While there is history as to why we use the word persons to speak who God is, it is the best way that we can explain this mystery of the Trinity. And perhaps by now I've already made your eyes glaze over. Already dozing asleep. And your brain, if you are listening, is hurting from trying to understand this as you wrap tape around your head to keep it from exploding. Don't be alarmed. This is a mystery. It's a mystery that cannot be understood by our human reason but must be accepted by faith 
because we are compelled to believe that God is triune because this is the way that God speaks of himself in the scriptures. Jesus says in our gospel reading today, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. You probably heard this a million times, right? Because this scripture reading is the scripture that is read at our baptism and is the name of which we are baptized in. You are baptized in the Trinitarian name, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. That name, this God, claims you as his own in the waters of baptism. His name is given to you as a treasure, as a wife receives the name of her husband in marriage. It is a blessing and an honor. In the Trinitarian name, we find our identity as children of God, whom he knows, loves, and even saves. Of course, this God is the God that we must teach, as Jesus commands us to do. Prior to baptism, instruction, teaching is critical. The individual being baptized, or the parents, if they're bringing a young child to be baptized, ought to be taught the scriptures, that they may believe that Jesus is God incarnate, the Son of God, who died for their sins and was raised for their justification. And in like manner, it is imperative that the sponsors who are present at the baptism to ensure that this baptism is done properly and in good order. They are there to be witnesses to this baptism being done. Therefore, the sponsors must also be Christian and believe that God is three and one. The Trinitarian name is used throughout our whole entire service. We use it at the very beginning, and this makes it blatantly clear as to who we are worshiping. We make our beginning in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit with the invocation, where we invoke the name of our God, acknowledging that He is the one in our presence and that He is the one who brings us together to receive His gifts. His name is always used in reference, not carelessly. We hold it in honor, the honor that his name deserves, and even commands, as he has commanded us to not misuse his name in the second commandment. This doctrine of the Trinity, that God is three persons and one divine being, we believe and confess, because this is the God that we worship. This is the God who has made himself known through his Son, Jesus Christ. It's difficult to even comprehend, and yes, even to preach. But yet here we are on this Holy Trinity Sunday, standing in awe at the mystery of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Father who created us the Son who saves us, and the Holy Spirit 
who calls, gathers, and enlightens us, bringing us to faith in God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This is the only God by whom you are saved. And as his children, we listen for his calling to be with him. We will recognize him as our Father, now and forevermore. And beholding the Son, who will stand before our face with arms outstretched, and the Holy Spirit, who will lead us from this world into the gates of heaven by the means of grace of this gospel. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. The peace that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.